SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. They're off in the Britness, and Medina Spirit broke very well again today, and so did Midnight Bourbon. Three quarters and one, 10.97 seconds. France Godeina starts to retreat. Rumbauer grabs third. Concert Tour comes up on the far outside, but he's not keeping up at this stage. Midnight Bourbon grabs the lead from Medina Spirit, and they're stride for stride, and they're into the stretch. Medina Spirit fights on on the outside. Midnight Bourbon, Rumbauer is rolling up to them. Coming by the eighth pole, it is now Rumbauer storming to the front, taking over from Midnight Bourbon. Medina Spirit has dropped back. Keep me in mind is fourth. Rumbauer and Flavian Pratt win the Preakness. Pulling away by four on the wire. Midnight Bourbon was second. Medina Spirit has to settle for third. Keep me in mind was fourth. The final time, one minute, 53 and three-fifth seconds. Apparently, Chris Bavon had a lot of time on his hands this weekend. Good job, Chris. Brian Blessings, TV Slapshot. Glad to be with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. From Las Vegas, Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius 204. So, Rombauer wins the Preakness. Medina Spirit kind of gets cooked in, in the speed battle up front. So, can you be right and wrong at the same time? The answer is yes. I had it pegged that the speed duel would ensue and a closer would win the race. I went with crowded take over those horses. And instead it was Rambauer and uh, Flevian Pratt, who uh, had won the Preakness a few years ago, gets the win for trainer Mike McCarthy, another guy that trained under the tutelage of Todd Pletcher. So he was very emotional. And good thing probably this all happened, and now we'll find out what happens with Medina Spirit and the Derby and what they ultimately decide. But it was a good horse race. Uh, it, it ran true to form in that there was a boatload of speed, and it was set for something to come from off the pace and freshened for the race. It was a new shooter, not a horse that wa- ran in the Kentucky Derby that got the win. So that was an exciting Saturday afternoon, and then the weekend was just chock full of unbelievable hockey, which we will get to. We've got great guests lined up for you all this week. Today, Chuck Esposito from Station Casino in hour number one, Mike Lewis in hour number two, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Locally on KSHB.com, Pat Micheletti joins us from Minnesota. 
on the Golden Knights Wild Series tomorrow. Dennis Bernstein will join us in the 2 o'clock hour uh, from the fourthperiod.com. Throughout the course of the week, we're going to have incredible hockey guests. We're going to really dive deep into our stable of knowledgeable hockey people. And we'll have you covered on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Vegas Hockey Hotline. So, Stevie Slapshot is here. Great weekend. Uh, K.H. Lee wins the golf. we got the PGA Championship coming up this week. We've got the, we'll see. Uh, jury's out. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. We get the one-game darts. The NBA playoffs about to begin. Baseball's cranking. My dear friend, there's a lot going on. Yeah, San Diego swept St. Louis. They're they're not going anywhere. They, they've got five guys with uh, in protocol. They're not they're not leaving. They just they sweep St. Louis. I'm really impressed with Lou Lamarillo for the Islanders. The two guys you picked up at the deadline last year, Pat Joe, and this year Palmieri factored into that win. I I just that that team is really fun to watch. They never stop competing. Well, we're gonna dive into the series in great detail. And look at the numbers that will be there and offered for us moving forward. But come on. It doesn't get better than this. You start with an OT game, Washington-Boston. Then you get an OT game, Islanders and Penguins. You get an OT game, Vegas and Minnesota. And it didn't go to OT, but it may have been the best game of a lot. was Florida and Tampa Bay. And point scores the game-winning goal with a little over a minute to go. There is nothing like, honestly. I mean, if you, regardless if you have a dog in the fight, if your team is long since eliminated, that's been my lot in life for a decade now, it doesn't matter to me. I'm a hockey fan. I sit down. I'm all in. And for the most part, other than the Minnesota-Vegas game, historical things work. Teams get to know each other. High-scoring games in game one. And then come back with the under in game two. Uh, Minnesota, Vegas notwithstanding, we'll get into that. But overtime games, Stevie, the drama, there's nothing better. It's interesting you say a dog in the fight. That's what you should have. You should have every dog in the NHL playoffs. It, it, we, 5-4, the one that didn't go overtime, the others go overtime. You're, with, with plus money, you're in it. In every one of these games in the NHL playoffs, I think Tampa Bay was a slight favorite. I think they were about they, they were they slight, were twenty cents. They were a slight favorite. I, 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 I took a shot with Tampa. I said, you know what, Florida's a great story, but their back class means something to me. That being said, Florida's a heck of a team. I mean, that was a phenomenal hockey game. Now we see the passion and the angst and the hate build up. We get new series started tonight: Colorado, St. Louis. Nashville, Carolina, so much to dive into, and we're just scratching the surface, coming out of the gate with you. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Chuck Esposito's in the on-deck circle, Chris Pavone is our producer. All right, it's going to be a great week for you right here, Sirius 204 and on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Coming right back to Vegas on Sportsbook Radio. Stick around. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions. 
Ozu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Yeah, got to play the Calliope music. I love hockey more than any sport. And this NHL, for the love of God, they can't help themselves. With about nine minutes to go in the third period of the Islanders game, I send a tweet out to the masses. Curious minds want to know, if the Islanders' pens decide to play five overtimes, where will the VGK game be? Or will the OT game get shot into the ozone layer? The NHL strikes again. Islanders' pens go to overtime. While they're playing in overtime, they go to a split screen. And Liam McHugh comes on from the studio and says, In the Vegas and Minnesota markets, your secondary coverage will be on CNBC. NBC locally goes to commercials. The Islanders game is gone. It's a vapor trail. I switch over to CNBC. Commercials. Where did overtime go? And then they come out of commercials. And the Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild are on both channels. A game I watched, and the people in Las Vegas and Minnesota watched for three hours, got shot into the atmosphere. The NHL is a garage league. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. My work here is done. Unbelievable. Marsh is so up and ready. He's out. A steal, Greenway. Goes to work for the Wild. Centers one. Erickson Eck with a shot. He scores! Jewel Erickson Eck. He's the hero. Minnesota wins game one. Hit overtime. What a great game. Great hockey all over the place. When you got the chance to watch it, it was wonderful. Now, the Golden Knights game the Wild. That was crazy. We've talked about the Golden Knights. The fact that their offense can get pedestrian and quiet and calm all at once. Uh, Brian Blessing with Stevie Slapshot. Let's bring our buddy Chuck Esposito in from Station Casinos. Chuck, you know the frustration that I'm talking about because I talked to several of my book, sports uh, book director friends over the weekend, including you, and you've got people that bet on the Islanders and Pens, and all of a sudden you're in a sports book going, where is the Islanders game? It was gone. Just a head scratcher, B. It's it's unbelievable um, how that can happen today with the other channels available and the options they have um, that you can miss a game like that that is you know so close toward the end of the game that you're going to miss that overtime period. It's uh, I have no explanation, buddy. Just a head scratcher. Oh, they've done it before, Chuck. Over the years, it used to be they were so starved to get on the main NBC channel. I get it, but years ago they would stage two game six at sixes at the same time on a Sunday afternoon when they put the schedule out as a series would start, just to make sure they, they'd have a game. 
Well, you get new fans that go, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. They watch the first five games, and don't both series go six games, and one of them wasn't on TV. The, the NHL, it's amazing how you can continue to shoot yourself in the foot. With it, It's a common sense thing. It's insanity. No, it is. I, you know, I thought over the last few years they had done a better job of, of saying that the, the start of the next game will be on, you know, uh, on this network, on the USA network, or it'll be on CNBC, uh, or it'll move it to another network. But uh, yesterday, just kind of crazy that it's just, you know, the, the first day or the second day of the, of the postseason, and uh, we're already scrambling to watch the overtime period of a great game. All right, that's the bad news. But, I mean, believe me, they ain't getting off the hook on this one. That, I mean, that's, it's an egregious sin. But man alive on the ice, Chuck, it started with Washington, Boston, uh, the Islanders, Pittsburgh, Vegas, and the Wild, and then Florida and Tampa Bay. Those are four of the best hockey games you'll ever see. Uh, I, I was glued uh, to the set watching these games yesterday. I know, you know, we've talked about it, Brian, so many times that uh, Stanley Cup playoff hockey is just phenomenal. And when they go into an overtime period, you know it's sudden death. Uh, it just changes everything. You're on the edge of your seat. Um, you know, even if it's a 0-0 score going into overtime or a, or a you know, a 4-4 score going into overtime. So um, it was great games. I think this year, more so than not, you're going to have so much more kind of chippiness and familiarity amongst each other because you played so many times during the regular season. It's not like a, a normal season where you had that lull that maybe you, you didn't see a team very much in the second half, even though they were in your division. Now these guys were baked in day after day playing the same team. So there is a lot of familiarity, and that's why you're seeing um, these games so close right now early in these series. Stevie, the last couple of weeks, I know I've said this, Honestly, my wife's been around me for 40-plus years. God bless and her. And she's been around sports for 40-plus years. And she'll pay attention, but it happened yesterday. I've told you this. I've said this on the air before. Sure enough, it's date night tonight. She's going to watch hockey with me. She was glued to the overtimes. She was going nuts watching the Florida-Tampa Bay game. They're, they're, honestly, I mean, even people that aren't, like, Crazy sports fans can't take their eyes off off this stuff. Overtime hockey is just fantastic. I, I watched uh, I watched what I could of the end of the Islanders game, and then uh, and then uh, caught, and then caught the uh, the overtime of the Knights game. And just that this Kaprizov guy from Minnesota, man, is he? I, he's just so fun to watch. He's everywhere. I know Erickson X scored the game winning goal, but Kaprizov created so many chances for Minnesota, particularly second and third period. They didn't get off to a good start, but. I love watching that kid. Chuck, the game twos are so interesting because now it really ratchets up. I mean, for Vegas, Minnesota gets game two, you know, a sweep on the road. Yikes. But it doesn't matter. Boston loses a heartbreaker. They don't want to go down 0-2. We're, we're going to see the passion on display, and then we get new series started as well tonight. It's just, it's just great to watch these guys sell out. They really do. Oh, absolutely, B. I mean, I can't stress enough again how even if you, you don't have a vested interest in one of those games, I mean, or a dog in the fight, it, it's so much fun to watch playoff hockey that, um, you know, we said it about Vegas that if they finished second and had to play Minnesota, knowing the Wild went 5-1-2 and two against them during the regular season and easily could have gone 7-1 and one against them, that they, they were going to have their hands full. Flurry played a great game. I think he was supposed to start game one. I think he should start game two. Um, but without patches, you could see offensively that they were kind of missing that sniper a little bit. So, you know, uh, you cannot fall back 0-2 to this team. The Wild are a sneaky good team. Um, but all the games yesterday were fun to watch. 
Well, the reality is the regular season's all well and good, but the games are played differently, and it really is. It's nothing, nothing, and everybody's starting over. Somebody's got to win 16 games to get the big silver shiny thing, but it ain't easy. And, Chuck, we're starting to see this. Teams are banged up even coming in, but guys are going down the tunnel and into the room during the games with regularity. It's a battle of attrition. It is, B. I mean, that's why it is so tough um, to hoist that big shiny silver thing that you said. It is, it is, you know, arguably the toughest title to win in sports and teams that can get back there repeatedly to the postseason and play well and, and have a shot, especially in the salary cap era, um, you know, hats off. But I think this year it's fun. You know, the All-Florida Series, um, you've got, you know, Toronto against uh, Montreal, two original sixes. Um, the way Boston played down the stretch, kind of a different team. Pittsburgh and the Islanders, you know, Carolina and Nashville. Um, Edmonton with the way they can score with McDavid and Dreisaitl. And then this Avalanche team who had kind of been number one throughout the course of the season, you know, with Vegas now, I, I think has the easier road. And I think you look at the size favorite they are in game one and the series, if they're able to walk through St. Louis fairly easily and this Vegas series does go six or seven, whoever wins that series, is, you know, we're, we said it, uh, is going to have just been through an exhausting series and you're going to have the speed of the Avalanche waiting for them. And I'm stealing some of Stevie's thunder on the injury report, David Perron and the COVID protocol for St. Louis. Don't forget, you're coming to Vegas. You want to get the STN mobile app. You get a brand spanking new swank hat with a $50 deposit and cash back up to $100 on your deposit. The STN mobile app. Tell you more about that. Another segment with Chuck Esposito and Stevie Slapshot right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Never had a deal with before and hopefully never will again. Here's Palmieri and Pajot into the Penguin zone. Three and a half to go here in OT. Palmieri with a shot. He scores! Kyle Palmieri, his second today. And the Islanders take game one. Well, no in overtime Palmieri. yesterday, Palmieri steps up and he'd done next to nothing since the trade deadline and coming in with the Islanders, Stevie. But again, it's like it starts anew. And you you look at the acquisitions that are made at the t- uh, deadline. Hall's been good for the Bruins. Now Palmieri. Watch out. He may go off because he's been very quiet. And the Islanders, honestly, only need a couple of goals to be real dangerous in any game. Yeah. Even though Vlar- Varlamov's nicked up. No, their, their defense is really good. Varlamov will be questionable for game two. Um, he's, he's getting close. 
Um, yeah, the, the defense is so good. They can lock down anybody. So they just need a couple of goals here and there. Anders Lee, a, a big miss for them. But um, like, like I said earlier, uh, Palmieri comes in this year, scores two goals yesterday. Pajot, who Lamarillo picked up last year, mm-hmm. also a goal yesterday. Hey, Chuck, i got to ask our buddy Chuck Esposito's with us. He's out at Sunset Station, uh, station casinos all around. We, honestly, when you're coming to Vegas, you might want to check out where the locals hang out, but not just check it out. I mean, you can come in and stay there. The properties are beautiful, real reasonable roommates, and when you come to town, you want to get the mobile app. It makes your trip that much more enjoyable. And I'm just curious, Chuck, on the STN app, and we've talked about the rise in popularity of hockey here but when the playoffs kick in, how big is the wagering uh, in the in-game handle on the Stanley Cup playoffs? Oh, it's huge, B. It's become bigger and bigger uh, every year. And I think just with, with each league and each season, what we're able to add uh, to the in-game, in-game piece, especially when games are as close as we saw over the weekend, um, it just becomes uh, more more right for us and more interesting for the better. I mean, you talk about the in-game piece. The game itself is up with you know uh, with with the puck line and, and the total. But there's first period, second period, third period, regulation time, three-way, reverse puck line, grand salami daily. Of course, the series prices, exact series result, and a number of props up on each each game. So it really has become, you know, all this stuff, kind of the game within the game, and it's so much fun to put all this stuff up in every single sport. So we look at the games tonight. Boston and Washington, give the Caps full marks, Chuck. I kind of was shaking my head. I get it. The question marks surrounding Ovechkin, but I thought the Caps proved they could win without him. We know what an impactful player he was. But Washington was a slight dog in game one on home ice, fought through it, get the overtime win. I know Boston needs the win, but it's not the end of the world because they're going home. I'm a little surprised to see the Bees are a dollar thirty favorite on the road. Now, clearly, this has got to be the function of the Vinicek kid got hurt, but honestly, Anderson, the old timer, 40 years old, he came in and he looked really pretty solid in that game and that could be the nightmare Boston be talking about Craig Anderson of all peoples when the season ends yeah they could this number has gone up B uh, since it was originally put up I was a little surprised as well that it went up as as much as it did maybe we see a little bit of a a late push on on the caps tonight um you know for for Boston what a different team they were at the trade deadline after they acquired Taylor Hall it just seems like everything started clicking a little bit better for them um that they they just played well. Uh, it's kind of fun, too, to have Chara going up, up against uh, his old team here, but a little bit surprising to me that we've seen this number kind of tick up since it was first put on the board. I can't help myself. I got to take a little pot shot. Gee, you know, if Taylor Hall had come to Vegas, Stevie, might have helped him get a goal yesterday. Maybe. <laughs> probably not. Wow. Probably How do you not. know? How do you know? He, he He's doing it Because he'd be playing for Vegas. Oh, okay. Shoot one in the ocean. Is that unbelievable, Chuck? Honest to God, the it's funny. I'm hearing a lot of people nationally and just talking about. I can't believe Vegas got shut out. And um, we've been talking about all year. It's no knock on these guys. They're a very solid hockey team. But Chuck, you look at their last nine playoff games. 
I mean, they couldn't score more than three in any of those games. And most games, it's one or two. You've got phenomenal goaltending. You know, is it to me, the correlation or the analogy would be, like in football, they say, hey, if you're on the road and you hold the home team to 17 points, you should win the game. And I think for Vegas, the model would be, if you get three goals, you should not lose with those two goaltenders. But their track record is they squeeze the stick in the playoffs. Yeah, I think, B, you know, when you look at the regular season, of course, with, with uh, you know, playing so many teams in your division, it was a little bit skewed seeing them score uh, when you play, you know, games against the, the Yotes, the Kings, the Sharks, and the Ducks. Everything gets a little bit tighter in the postseason. And I think the fact that they, they know that they've got, uh, you know, guys like Leonard and, and Fleury behind them, just their style of play is a little bit different. I mean, I thought Flurry played phenomenally. They dominated, um, the, you know, the first period of the game with, you know, what, what the difference in shots was was unbelievable. Um, they, they clearly are missing Pacioretty. I, I think, you know, they have more speed than they have in the past. I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet. I mean, it was, hey, it was one game. Granted, it was at home. You want to win the game. You know that you had some struggles with Minnesota, not only this year, but since your inception in the league. But, hey, let's just bounce back and, you know, hopefully you can get it back in game one and then have an, or in game two and then have an opportunity to, uh, to get home field, home ice back um, when yeah. you play two games in Minnesota. They just don't score a lot in the postseason. That's just the way they're kind of built, I think, because of the good goaltending. Listen, we've said this before, and if you're not a hockey fan, you think we're lying to you. A nothing-nothing game, that was one of the most exciting games you'll ever see because it's great when the goalies get in a groove. And the one thing I would say, Stevie, yeah, Vegas threw the sink at him in the first period, but I think you go to the 30-minute mark, the halfway point of that game, Hartman could have scored four goals. I think Minnesota had the far better chances. So after surviving the first period, I think it was dead even after that. And it sets the sta- a table for a great game, too. Yeah, I completely agree. I might even give the edge to Minnesota in the second and third periods. I think they, I agree. Clogged, they clogged up the noodles, neutral zone really well and played much better defense, and their forecheck got heavier in the second and the third. Chuck, you know, honestly, from your perspective, you say this, hey, we're here, and you know, you're, you're rooting for them. But from the house perspective, um, the Golden Knights take big money, I'm sure, on the series, and, and I'm sure each and every game. And the big bet you always get is if they're a dollar seventy, a dollar eighty in the game, they're always laying the puck line with you, trying to get the plus price, aren't they? Yeah, they are. B. I mean, real quick too, I'll tell you that in 2003, I happened to be at a a one zero Stanley Cup game between the the Ducks and the Devils, and it was one of the most exciting Stanley Cup playoff games I had ever seen. And it was zero yep. zero through regulation. So I agree with you that you know even though there wasn't any scoring yesterday, it was a tremendous game to watch. But yeah, I think from our side of it, it's a little mixed. I mean, I'm definitely a fan. My son was at the game yesterday. We have season tickets. Um, I always root for them. I want them to go as far as they possibly can go, and you know, hopefully ho- hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. But from the business side of it, you're right. Many times we're rooting against them, especially on the puck line. But just the handle that they bring in, the deeper run that they have, the atmosphere, the hype, the excitement in the book, it really is a win-win for us if they make a deep run and hopefully are playing for the Cup. All right, unique format in the NBA playoffs, and the fun gets going tomorrow. You've got Indiana, three over Charlotte, 229 is the total. Washington, Boston, Celts, one and a half, 232 and a half. Then on Tuesday, 
or on Wednesday, excuse me, San Antonio at Memphis, Memphis 3.5-222. And this one will be good. LeBron going against Curry. Lakers 4.5 against Golden State, totals 220.5. A unique format, Chuck, but these are games with a lot riding on it that I think will generate massive interest in the betting markets. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, Brian. I mean, I love the format. I hope it's something that they continue with. I know that, you know, LeBron hasn't been happy with it, but, hey, they knew what the format was. I mean, it made teams play, I think, so much better during the late in the regular season. You had teams that were in the sixth spot wanting to make sure they stayed there, teams jockeying, to, you know, to be 7, 8, 9, 10. I think it added a lot to it. I love this format. You look at the point spread on these four games, all really close competitive games. Uh, and, of course, it, uh, you know, the final game Wednesday night, Warriors-Lakers should be a tremendous handle and, uh, you know, a lot of action on that game as well. But I really love the format, guys. Anybody, Chuck, a team or two, generate a real spark in the futures market here as the season concluded? Yeah, we've seen that happen, especially in the Eastern Conference, that uh, guests were taking a little bit of a, you know, I guess it's not a flyer betting the 76ers, no pun intended with Philly there in hockey, but, you know, you saw some Sixer money show, some Hawk money show, and of late, uh, some money show on, on the Knicks. You know, they haven't been there for a while. We, we know that, uh, you know, this Knicks team, the way they kind of finished, they're, they're really young. They've held 24 opponents under 100 points. They're in a lot of games. But those are some value kind of plays that we've seen the betters like over the last few weeks, and especially over the weekend. Sixers, Hawks, and, and a lot of Nick money starting to come in just because of the price at, at 50 to 1 or higher industry wide. I take a little kick with Miami. I mean, 8 and 2 in their last 10, it was just a mess for them all year long. Don't forget what they did in the bubble last year. Chuck Esposito will be out Friday with Chuck, Andy Esco. Uh, maybe Bruce Marshall swings out. Steve Carp's going to be there. Maybe a Dennis Bernstein sighting as well. We'll be out there Friday, and we invite people, Chuck, to get the STN mobile app. We love jumpstarting the week with you, bud, and we love uh, racing into the weekend with you. It's always a treat. I know you're busy. We always appreciate your time, my friend. Have a great week. Enjoy the pucks. All right. You guys, too. Thanks for having me on, and I'll see you on Friday, B. Chuck Esposito joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. A lot to recap from the weekend, and we're looking ahead. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit Plus.com today. Here's Wilson, drifting in, Oshie from out high with a shot, he scores! T.J. Oshie and the Caps take game one! (laughs) 
That's a long horn, man. Never happened. Oh, I don't know what's at the Caps goal song. All right. I get it. I get it. I'm dumb. I ain't stupid. So I'm a Bruins. That's a great game. I'm a, I'm a Bruins fan, but the, but the number got up to 130, and I, that's too high. I took Washington Post to 120. I got one game wrong over the I, I, I had uh, Tampa, had the over in the Islanders game, plus money. I mean, the first game, teams go for it. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that. Right. Um, so I had the over in that game, had the. Had Tampa against Florida. What was the uh, Washington Boston had the over, and had Washington, and just on the premise the teams go for it, could have been more wrong on this one. Uh, had the over in the Vegas game. So okay. other than that, it was like four and one uh, on the hockey over yeah, the weekend. Yeah. But I would look for those teams that have already played for these games to now ratchet down. Adjustments are made. Last change, matchups become a much bigger deal. It's a, it's like a hockey formula that even a dope like me can figure. And no, it's, just, it's the way the game's played. There are anomalies, but Everson and DeBoer were working matchups already yesterday, and then uh, DeBoer did some did some line switching. So it'll be interesting to, to see how Tuesday's game looks for the Knights um, if they get Patch ready back. He's questionable. Um, and and what adjustments DeBoer makes to his lines are going to be very interesting, I think. I'll tell you adjustments. You want an adjustment? There's one adjustment. I've been saying this for three weeks. Now, either he's hurt. I believe they're holding him back. Who? Theodore. Okay. And if you watch these games, he's not lugging the mail at all. And I think if you're going to try to generate offense and you go all the way back to their first year, they lose the first game to Winnipeg, and they were desperate to win game two. They were desperate to get the first goal of the game, and this kid was a baby in this first year. He played 11 minutes of the first period, was all over the place, and ultimately set up Tatar for the goal that gave him the lead. They won that game and went on to win the series. If Vegas is going to get offense, it's got to be generated from the blue line, and Theodore has got to start to take the puck, lug the mail. If they're holding him back, if this is a systemic thing, it's a mistake. Let Theodore go. I don't think they're holding him back. That's I not, think they are. That's not DeBoer's style. Look, I think they look, are. Look at Martinez and Petrangelo. They're def- diving in there. He, Marti- Theodore is doing stretch passes and dumping it in and, and deferring to the forwards. He's not jumping in the play. Look, he, was, he was literally, had Vegas not spit the bit again. Why would you if, hold Theodore if, back? The, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. DeBoer he's either defenseman in San Jose jumping in he, the play, and now he's doing it with Vegas. Is he jumping in the play? No, he's not. Okay, so either he's injury. hurt. That's my thought. That's possible, but I don't think so. He, he doesn't look hurt. I, he looks a step slower than he normally is. He's just not. No, he it, well, he, does he, he looks slower because he's not playing his game. Okay. I think they're holding him back. And Gallant did that the first year here. I'm just telling you, you watch. In game two, Theodore's going to start going coast to coast. But that's the adjustment. You want to make an adjustment, you've got to generate offense from the blue line because the guys up front are squeezing the stick. I, I don't. Again, I don't understand why. DeBoer's, that, DeBoer's deal is defensemen jumping into plays. Why he would hold Theodore back is beyond me, of all guys. That's the last guy you want to hold back if that's your style. Well, I, well then, if I'm DeBoer, I'm... I am 
bringing him into a closet, closing the door and having a talk with him. Mm-hmm. Take the puck and go with it. I want you skating the puck, lugging the mail, no deferring to anybody else. If we're going to win, you've got to be prominent offensively. So if you want to see an adjustment in game two, that's it for me. All right. Well, I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't, I don't know why Gallant didn't do that with Theodore when he was here. Get him involved. They, they, they need some help offensively. I mean, it's a pretty uh, – by the way, everyone keeps telling me it's just one game. No, this is not just one no, game. No, they this got is, home ice. This is, well, no, I'm just saying. They did this all last year in the playoffs. This well, is not one just one game. Well, I don't know who you're talking to, but you and I do a hockey show every day. Yeah. Have we not been saying for three and a half months – that they couldn't score last year and went and got an $8 million defenseman yeah. who happened to turn a puck over, but that's neither yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. It's a mistake. More than but, once but, he turned it over yesterday. Yeah, but he, he also did a lot of good things, too. That's fine. All right. No, no I'm, I'm not, not pinning the, the guy no, made no, a mistake. No, no, no. It's, but the point was they couldn't score last year in the playoffs, so they got great goalies. And they went and got a defenseman. Right. You could have used the $8 million to go get two 25-goal scorers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boston, Washington tonight. There's no love lost between those guys. I mean, that is good stuff. And say what you want about Tom Wilson. He's also a hell of a hockey player. He is. You know, comes in on the off wing, snaps one home, got him the lead. And Anderson's a bit of a wild card now, but man alive, he came in off the bench cold. That'd be that'd have been a hard thing for I think for a young guy to do, and he came in and looked really comfortable in his own skin, made a lot of good saves, and honestly, I think I think he shows up with a real bit of confidence here, and he's he's actually been part of runs before. He was the guy when the Sens made it to the conference final, so he's no ham sandwich. No, he's and, and he's fresh as a daisy. <laughs> well, yeah. He he is fresh, but he, but he is older, and and you wonder if the age. Oh, Flurry's no spring chicken. How yeah. did he play? He, no, no, no. He, but Flurry's been doing it all year, right? I just that was impressive by Anderson, though, and and he has done it before, and um, but but it still it, it surprised me that that you could did he play it all this year? If, hand, if, yeah. if so, it was a handful of games. So he's not. Uh, I mean. Prepared mentally, yes, but not prepared physically. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, but and he played. He played excellent. Experience, though, experience is counts. a very it, it, uh, it is. big deal. And and he showed that yesterday. And let me just punch it up real quick. Go computer, go. It, it, it's fine. I just I just didn't think he had played that much, if if at all, this year. And uh, and again, well, ste- steps right in and and, and performed well. Played four games. All right, with the caps. Impressive. Very two, impressive. Two one zero goals against two one three. That's why they got him. Yeah, as insurance. Well, what is it, by the way? We've said this with the big goaltenders, and it kind of makes sense. I get it, but Vanacek is not this towering hulk of a goaltender. He's six feet tall. Was all these goalies with the hammies and the High ankle sprains inside. I mean, right off a face-off, he does the schlitz, and he got beat. And you could tell he wasn't getting up. Yeah. Like, he was going, he was done. These guys are getting hurt a lot, these goalies. I mean, and the young ones when they're coming up. So many of the young goalies are getting hip surgery. I never. you watch them. Honestly, it is a remarkable thing. When you watch guys 
in warm-ups or during the game, during commercial breaks, when these guys, they're in the crease all yeah. by themselves, and they're doing, they're, they're stretching out like yeah. like a certain the Soleil guy's not doing that stuff. The yeah. human body's not meant to do that. Well, when I watch Flurry get down on his knees and, and, and spread his legs out, whatever, my knees hurt. I, 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 don't, know how, I don't know how a human can do that. <laughs> No, they 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 are impressive that way. But you're right, Brian. But it's not to me. It's not surprising. They these goalies nowadays go side to side so well. But that takes a lot of toll on your ankles, on your groin, on your hamstrings to be able to go back and forth post to post. Oh, no, like by that. the way, guys are coming crashing at you at 30 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and the pucks are going 100 miles an hour. It's nothing but galvanized rubber, too. All right, two games or series that start tonight. I find this odd. Carolina is only a dollar sixty against Nashville, but Colorado's three dollars against St. Louis. I don't get that. I, I yes, Perron's out. I think St. Louis is dangerous. I don't think. I think they look at the standings. Colorado won the President's Trophy. St. Louis is thirty points behind. Uh, it's about current form coming in, and to me, Carolina has been one of the best teams all year long, and they're the most well-rounded team. Yet they're only a dollar eighty against Nashville. I, I also am perplexed. I, I, I love dogs in the playoffs. I want no part of Nashville. They do not interest me at all in this series against Carolina. I, I agree with you. I think St. Louis has a shot, even with Perron out. They're, they're, they're putting their game together. Uh, you know, a St. Louis, Minnesota. <laughs> series in the next would not shock me. Would not shock me at all. By the way, Colorado's got some Knicks. They've, they've got some, you know, not big names, but key people. They're they're out of the lineup that, that, that could affect this series. I think will affect this series. So I I I'm I'm going to have St. Louis tonight, and I'm gonna, I'm not going to be on Nashville. The golf over the weekend. You get Cage Lee. That kid was steely eyed. Eighty first tournament gets his first win. Now we get the PGA Championship. Rory McIlroy, and we'll have a big preview with Jeff Sherman on Wednesday. Rory McIlroy's 10 to 1. Well, he won uh, this course, the PGA Championship, in 2012. Wins his first time in forever, but he's feeling good about it. Coming in at a course he dominated on. Morikawa won last year's PGA. This is always the deepest, best field in golf on an annual basis. This course is going to be great. You know, down in South Carolina, on the ocean. The wind can really be a factor. I mean, literally right off the shores. And I think you you look Europeans here. I, I think a little flyer with Shane Lowry, who won the windy British Open, who's been kind of quiet, but he's coming back into more. I'd watch out for a guy like Tommy Fleetwood. I think you got to be looking for guys with a low ball flight this week. Low ball flight, absolutely. What What about Sink, who won the British Open not too long ago? Does he have a low? He's, he's in. And he's in decent form. He's in good form. Uh, no, his ball, his ball flight doesn't strike me as being. Or is it being that high? But yes, he won. I don't. That, that British Open that he beat Tom Watson. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like overly crazy windy. Okay. But guys, guys like Louis Oosthuizen, Mark Leishman, that that crazy windy tournament that Zach Johnson won. Guys like that are dangerous. I think Joaquin Neiman has a low ball flight. I think the in-game wagering aspect of the PGA Championship this weekend is going to be great. I'm I'm thinking Lowry, Neiman, 
Fleetwood at 60 to 1. A handful of guys like Victor Hovland's 20 to 1. Well, I mean, yeah, he's got to do it. He's he's there every week, but he's a fun young player. Is it Matthew Fitzgerald? To have Patrick. The name right? I'm sorry, Patrick Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. I'm, cl- I'm all over the place. Is he? He's playing well lately. Yes? Playing very well. Rolls the rock really well. Um, Does he have a shot? Do you think? I, yeah. He's, I mean, his current form is extremely good. It's going to be fun. I, I can't wait to see the course because this is a kind of a historic venue. Should be good fun. Some really great wagering opportunities. We've got a, we're going to give you some information. We'll help you find wagering opportunities. That's the injury report that we do each and every day at this time. Stevie, he's had pen and paper out. He's been writing away like a mad fool this entire show. The injury report's coming up next on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Hour number two, Mike Lewis will join us from the Sun Coast. We're glad you were with us. Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. No time to waste. It is the injury report on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. He's better than anybody in the biz in terms of getting you all the injury news and notes. Our pal Stevie Slapshot brought to you by Uzu CBD Plus. Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Promo code's blessing. 10% off your first order. Free shipping orders of $100 or more. Hey, you can manage joint pain the all-natural way with the gummies, the chocolates, the lotions, the stuff works. Check it out, UzuCBDPlus.com. We'll start in the NBA. Brian Moore for the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James with an ankle. Oh. He twisted it yesterday late in the game, but he, he said, said he's he, okay. Yeah, he's probable Monday against uh, Golden State today. Um, where we, Oh, James Harden for Brooklyn. Sat out yesterday with ow, a hamstring. Ow, ow, Again, probable for game one of the playoffs. Here's the one, Malcolm Brogdon with a hamstring injury for Indiana. He is questionable tomorrow versus Charlotte. In Major League Baseball, the Mets are playing the Braves. For the Mets, Michael Conforto. And Jeff McNeil both have hamstring injuries. They left the game yesterday. They are both on the IL now. They will not play. It's more cowbell. For Atlanta, Ronald Alcuna, who pinch hit yesterday with the ankle injury, could be back in the lineup today. And then for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Corey Seager hit on the hand yesterday. Is out indefinitely, out at least two weeks. In the NHL, Evgeny Malkin did not play yesterday with an undisclosed injury. And is questionable Tuesday 
against the Islanders. And for those Islanders, Semyon Varlamov has been practicing. He's got the lower body injury. He missed Sunday's game. He's questionable for game two against Pittsburgh. And Perron, David Perron with the Blues, COVID, no go tonight. How long might that last? And just cross your fingers, St. Louis, that no one else gets it. Guess what? Oh, I know they've got him locked away, but cross your fingers. The only prescription is more cowbell. I got a fever. (laughs) Hey, we got to take a break because we're coming back with our number two. Don't go anywhere. Expert perspectives and actionable insights 24 hours a day. 